This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. We're at Don't At Me, episode 35. It's me, Mike Silva. I'm here with Chance. Chance, what's up? Week for you, man. What's up? Oh, yeah, 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 man. It's been all good. Um, been pretty eventful, but other than that, man, it's been, you know, I don't know. Kind of crazy. I ain't gonna get too much into it, you know. Not right now. May come up later. Jock, always uh, active. You've been real active out there lately, man. I know you've been you've been busy as well. Yeah, yeah, I've been very busy, man, with doing some stuff. You know what I mean? But it's very excited. You know, I'm excited about what's the you know what's happening, and you know, there's people that are actually still fighting for everything because you know you see people kind of do like you know the one week and they kind of like starting to fall off a little bit. So. Yeah. I'm still trying to push everything. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing right. to kind of jump into. Um, as we look back earlier, the the events that happened the last, you know, couple of days, right when the episode came out, that was also the last episode came out on uh, Blackout Tuesday. So mm-hmm. we couldn't talk about that mm-hmm. when it happened because the episode came out that day. But I thought that it was cool how many people actually did that. Um, you know, I... I thought it was interesting too. I mean, I think some brands were doing that just to kind of be opportunistic. I think some people genuinely, you know, did that. Like Nike. I think they genuinely like Nike. Oh, 100%. 100%. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that was just kind of interesting. I thought it was kind of unlike these situations that have happened in the past. This time more than ever, I feel like people of all colors are actually starting to get out and different colors are coming together. And then countries too, right? You know, um, you had Ireland actually, which is, you know, a very white country, you know what I mean? But that's dope that they actually like are fighting for us and, you know, alongside everybody else, Japan, Germany, the list goes on. But yeah, this is like the biggest scale of protest in history, you know? So this literally is a part of history. Fact. And so I, yeah. I just, yeah, so I, I just think that, you know, if we just keep, you know, we went, we went past the actual, the torch. So we have to keep, keep it going, you know, even stronger. And I know that, it's going to be like a long race, but I mean, this whole decades have been long, you know, so we can't give up now. That's why I made the statement about the people that just, you know, post the picture and you kind of really don't hear them say anything anymore. It's kind of like, okay, that one week or two weeks, like now I'm back to normal. And it's like, nah, you know, you got to keep, you know, keep fighting a good fight at all times. Right. Well, what I found interesting was, you know, how the NFL responded. So starting off the week, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with Drew Brees. He got on an interview and, you know, kind of made an ass of himself. Um, I'll go ahead and pull up the clip, but basically said that he can't really get down with or respect somebody that uh, kneels for the flag. Right. And um, So I'll go ahead and pull up the clip and we'll watch it now. Is Chance still there? Chance, you there? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay. Yeah, the thing about that, man, you know, I can talk about that too, you know. It 
it never was about that, you know? Yeah. Well, and never. I mean, that, that's what people kind of came out and said. You know, Aaron Rodgers even came on and, you know, he's – Much respect to him, by the way. Huh? And much respect to Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He's been – Yeah. Very, like, you know. And I mean, he's always kind of had this stigma that he's an asshole or that, like, you know, he's – a head case, but you know, he didn't have to say anything. The fact that he did, he did so right after Drew Brees put his foot in his mouth. But right. I mean, it's just kind of tone deaf. And I mean, even for those that didn't realize it before, that now are kind of like, okay, I get it. You know, at least you can understand that they are like, have finally come to realize kind of the situation. Like, all right, there's right. growth, there's like a Increased yeah. perspective and more open mind. Yeah. Whereas Drew Brees, come on, man, come on. Because look, Brees, I, yeah. I love the national anthem. Like I, I would love when the teams were all up there and like they were looking up at the uh, flag, crying, but just because of that pride and that love for the game, you know, mm-hmm. it was more of like the ceremony of like the big game is about to go down. So initially, when you know the whole situation was going on. I remember thinking, like, all right, well, I don't like that they're – that the players are protesting the flag. And the more you think about it, it's like I never knew about that hidden verse that was part of the national anthem. I never really uh, understood, I guess, that at that time. But then it was like, okay, well, clearly it's not about na- lack of patriotism or lack of, you know, right. American. It's more of I'm not proud of where the country is right now, you know, and you have to fight for what you want it to be. The country is what you want it to be. And that's what it's about. So 2020, Drew Brees is still thinking, you know, Stone Age. Yeah, like like you said, it's just he just tone deaf, man. Um, and about the situation, like, I don't think Drew Brees is a bad guy. I literally think he just didn't think, you know, he spoke before he actually thought, you know, like he didn't just sit back, look at things from like a grander scale. You know, he took it to I- the, oh, disrespect the military, like right away. And it's not about that. But the thing I can respect about Drew Brees is I believe that he is sorry, though, because he actually gave, like, three apologies. He actually went at Trump, too, you know, which I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that until, like, you know, a couple of days ago. But he went at Trump as Trump say, you know, you shouldn't have to apologize or something like that. And he I was think like, he, he probably just kind of went brain dead in that moment and just went back to how he was always answering the question. Didn't even really right. think about what was going on. And then probably afterwards, it was like, oh. And yeah, because, like, yeah. Response exactly like I- right, right. Because, like, back in the day, he said it the same response, and it wasn't really – he didn't get criticized nearly as bad. But, like, you know, for 2020, it's a different era now. You know, like, shit does matter. You know, and, like, we've been fighting for this for a while, so he just didn't think of that. You know, so that's that's my take on that. What are you about to say, Chance? I was going to say, I don't think he even knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> like, at all. Like, he was just like – like you said, he went into, like, autopilot from, like, you know, three or four years ago, you know, given – the same media, you know, the media, the fucking spiel, you know. Right. You know, like, dudes, like, in sports, they're not, they're not supposed to really be media trained or anything like that. Like, they kind of just do that, you know, because they are the face of, you know, the uh, the franchise and things like that. So, I think he just went to autopilot and it was just like, yeah, the flag, whatever. It had nothing to even do with that, you know. So, All right, right. Like, yeah. But now he knows. And I mean, some players forgave him. Some players I read today, Malik Jackson said he's coming after him. Um, You know, no like threat, like bounty gate, but like, yeah, on the field, forgive you basically. 
But what I thought was really cool was the NFL players coming together to make this video. Uh, did oh, you guys yeah, yeah. see the, um, the yes. one that players stitched together? This is cool. So mm -hmm. we're going to share this. I felt like this was really impactful. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting when you think about the part where they're talking about what if it was me? You know, mm -hmm. what if it was me? Even like just looking at it as like a pragmatic person, like, man, it's sad to say, I bet a lot of people would be hurt because they'd be thinking about their fantasy team or something ridiculous like right, that. Right, which is I didn't really up. understanding the cause. You yeah, know, and yeah. I'm like, I thought it was just impactful because the people that don't really understand, maybe this is another way to frame here's what's going on, you know, not even from the silly fantasy football comment, you know, but right. I'm like, hey, this is – we're real people out here, you know. You humanize me because you care about me in some fashion, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I'll just shut up and we'll, we'll watch the video. Yeah, it, was, it really was a good video, though. I'm glad they came together and did that. I like the fact that Patrick Mahomes, like, spoke out too, you know, because he's yeah. like – Super Bowl MVP, right you know, yeah. I like that too. Because back in the day, they weren't doing stuff like this because it risked their like career, you know. Yeah. So that's why, like, I respect Cap, man. I know, like, you know, we talked about the declining, but he still tried to stand for something, though, and he got shitted on, you know. And so, I don't know. I just think it is dope, man. You know that how he did what he did, and then everybody's doing what they're doing now, you know. I like uh, brands like like you mentioned earlier, Nike. Um, you know, immediately jumping on it like, hey, we side with Cap. You know, like, they made it known right away, we're for this. So I think that kind of helped ease up some of that maybe fear of speaking out because you lose your endorsement. They kind of, right. hey, here's where we're at. And I think that was big, too, because like it or not, I think some people are thinking that way until now. Mm -hmm. I think things are a lot more open now, so. Yeah. Right. Hey, it, uh, I know that's like a serious note, but didn't Odell at the end look like he was trying to finesse? Like, hey. Oh, he's trying to spit game. <laughs> a little ice skin look. But, nah, yeah, it, it was a very dope. Ice skin some look. <laughs> yeah. The little lick, you know, lick your lips and all that. <laughs> but, uh, nah, it was a, a dope video. So, I hope that it reached people who really get it. Like, hey, you know, like you said, it's, it can be like your, your idol. And it happens. if it happened to them, you'd be devastated. You know, look at. You know, R.I.P. Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's devastated. So, it just – it can happen to anybody, you know? I think that kind of, I mean, opened people up to seeing the bigger picture. As tragic mm -hmm. as that was, I mean, that, that was awful that that happened. But I feel like the one thing that did, unlike anything I can remember, is unite people. I mean, all races, all countries, all ethnicities, all ages of people – just put aside all their differences for Kobe. And that's why even me, look, I, I was never a fan. And I know we talk, we bring it up all the time, but that just shows you like certain people can really make an impact, you know? Yep, facts, yeah. facts. Yeah, that's true. The uh, NFL responded. Uh, did you see this awkward Roger Goodell video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying I, I I'll, I'll say this I'll give them credit for finally coming out and saying like hey we might have been dumb about this in the past um you know mm. we'll be better obviously you know actions speak louder than words but again I think this is a step you know so let's go ahead and watch awkward Roger 
Let me ask you guys a question too. Like you can answer it after the video. But do you guys think there are gonna be more black coaches and black owners? Like yeah. in the future? Oh, is that a question to us? Yep. To y'all. Yeah, I mean I don't know how you fix the situation. I listen to Michael Lombardi's podcast a lot and he talks about you know, there really isn't great training for NFL coaches right now. It's kind of an elected role. He said it's harder to be an NFL coach than it is to be a U.S. senator. If you think about the number of seats there are, right? So, you know, it's almost kind of like the new guy, the next person up is usually somebody from within, right? Like the next person who's been politicking the whole time. Or if they go out and get another name, it's like a sexy name, right? Now, there's got to be some bigotry because somebody like Eric Bieniemy, you know, hasn't been hired. He's a very qualified NFL uh, – you know, he's got the, – he's the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think he knows what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, the other question, though, is like how does he interview? You know, maybe he hasn't been given the adequate amount of training, and maybe that goes for the, the entirety of the NFL. Because, I mean, you look at how – Tone deaf, first of all, like societal intelligence, how many tone deaf coaches there are. Maybe not so many now as there were, you know, five, ten years ago. You look at, head, you know, front offices that are tone deaf and dumb. There's just not really great culture. There's not great training. There's not good um, teaching. You know, here's how you do it. It's usually the next man up or, you know, somebody from the Belichick chain, you know, like an O'Brien. Right. I think we all know where we all stand on him. So, uh-huh. Um, it's it's a lopsided system. I think there should be more, yeah, but I really don't know how you fix it. I think some of it could be systemic, but I think also some of it could be they're just not getting the, the proper opportunities below that level, which I guess maybe that's even systemic. Right, from the ground up. Right. So, yeah. What about you, Chance? Oh. I would say, like, like you just said, like um, they're not getting the opportunities – uh, from the ground up, you know, um, I mean, uh, that that shit is really kind of hard to answer right now. Um, your question, Jack, that you asked it because I don't know. This well, it kind of actually proves to you also that um, there is like a lot of systemic racism and not only you know fucking government and right, policing right. The system. and shit like that, but it's just like the system, period, you know? And, uh, I mean, not only for, I mean, shit, in the NFL, I mean, not only for, like, um, you know, people like that black or shit like that, but, I mean, shit, how many, like, Hispanic head coaches can you name? How many Indian head coaches can you name, you know? I mean, any, you know, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's people, I mean, people of all races that play football. You know, here in America, like, I mean, shit, we all play football, you know, coming up in school and shit. Uh, and, like, we've seen it. I mean, our coaches, you know what I'm saying, were like, of all different, like, races and shit like that, too. Except so, right. uh, what I remember. So, you know, Shout out. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it, it kind of – it goes down. I mean, it's from – like you said, it's from the bottom up, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's just a, a, a cultural and societal change needs to kind of happen at this time. And just, you know, it all goes back to that. But, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, at least, you, like you said, at least they're trying, you know what I'm saying? Because they could, like, you know, say face and not say shit because, you know, like they've been doing, you know. But I guess since this is such a big movement and, like, you know, everybody's kind of, like, seeing what's going on because everybody's, like, that are out at these protests 
you know, black, white, other are kind of getting fucked up out there. You know, like <laughs> beat right. with shoes and batons and shit like that. You know, so yeah. I and I, I just think that maybe this will be a start of it. You know, it's going to be a slow start, but they are going to start paying attention now, giving people of color, you know, more opportunities. Like you said, Chance, uh, Native Americans or Indigenous, excuse me, um, Asians, like whatever. You know, it's giving everybody like opportunities to like shine because there's a lot of qualified coaches out there that you know are all colors you know like like you said we're in high school coming up we saw all colors you know it just wasn't that big of a deal but that wasn't as grand of a level as nfl is unfortunately you know so um i don't know man i think that everybody wants to be on the right side of history that's why they're speaking up they don't want to go back in time and be like damn you know we should have spoke up we should have did something so that's why i kind of think everybody's coming out with stuff too you know true there was some other good news. Uh, I know you guys saw this because we had it in the docket. Kanye West. <laughs> He's been oh, yeah. quiet yeah, about maybe. everything, but he donated $2 million to basically yep. pay college tuition for George Floyd's daughter. So he hasn't really said much on the topic. I've got an article up here from CNN if you want to read along on uh, on the YouTube. But uh, He also donated uh, to black businesses too, like in Chicago, Yeah, uh, which is pretty dope as well, you know. Well, so, he was out there. Kanye. I think you guys might have sent that to me on uh, Instagram. Yeah, 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 I saw it too. He was out there. Mm-hmm. Just a hey, look at he had that dad bod going. He's chubby Kanye right now. Yeah, incognito. <laughs> incognito indeed. Honestly, man, I, I know like I talk or people talk like a lot of shit about Jordan being quiet and stuff, but he did something big too. The Jordan brand, you know, he donated like a hundred. A mil, I think 100 mil in the next like decade for you know causes like this. So I thought that was huge for Jordan to you know, speak out and do that. So because you know he's always usually quiet and he doesn't really you know say much when it comes to stuff like this. But the fact that he's using his platform and his money to like make a change, you know, I think it's pretty dope for sure. Right. I mean, I think it's kind of like a I don't know maybe what's the saying double edged sword um, or whatnot or I don't know maybe I don't know. What, but what I'm trying to say is um, I think that sometimes you don't really have to say anything. Like, it kind of just, like, you know, it, it goes with your actions. And, like, hey, like, you know, that's what's up that he did that. You know, like, he doesn't – like, I don't I don't think that he has to say anything now. You know, like, he, he, did, he did the most with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, no one else was thinking to even do that. You know, like, he got to it first. Boom, bam. I mean, $2 million, man, he's going to have a, you know, pretty good education. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can go anywhere, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, like, um, there, there are a lot of, like, silent donors to the cause and shit like that. And so, like, um, you know, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people on, you know, YouTube or whatnot um, in the comments, you know, and, or, you know, in the tweets and shit being like, yo, well, why isn't so-and-so doing this? And why aren't they doing that? It's like, yo, like, they don't have to. You know, like, I mean, like you asking why on social media isn't going to, you know, change anything, Um, you know, especially someone. Yeah, like that that makes no sense to me. So and, you know, sometimes, you know, I get on Twitter or whatnot, especially on Twitter. I'll be like, well, what are you doing? You know, like to get back at, you know, because people are just I don't know they're like kind of just doing shit for clout. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, people are human, man. And definitely, like you said, I agree. Like, 
don't get mad because people aren't responding as quick as you want. And I think that's the issue. People are getting, you right. know, like, oh, how can this person not responding fast? Like, yeah, like everybody else, but you don't know what they're actually working on and what they're doing, you know? So you got to just be patient with people, you know? So that, that's one thing I want to say to the listeners and viewers out there. Yeah, let people gather all their information. You don't want to – I mean, think of it this way, too. I mean, there's info overload, you know. If you keep mm. spitting out a ton of messages after a while, it's like, all right, it kind of loses its meaning. So I think people are putting together, like, their one major, you know, response. And I think people will do it in different ways. They either come out and just flat out have a speech or, you know, they'll craft it into, like, a story, you know, storytelling to kind of demonstrate, you know, the, the perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, I also wanted to get into Obama coming in and having the town hall because that was another thing I thought was, again, he's speaking to the people, you know, right. people to I mean, talk to of legitimacy that, that will tell them, hey, everything's going to be all right. So, I mean, again, I, I've said before, I wasn't the biggest fan, you know, I, I wasn't like anti-Obama, but I was just kind of eh, when he was a president. But as a leader, as somebody that, you know, has spoken up, I, I'm like, I'm consistently impressed. So we'll go ahead and pull up some of this. Uh, I mean, like, a comp- especially compared to, you know, what we, what we have now, you know, it's kind of yeah, weird that he even has to do this, you know? Right. And, and I mean, it's, it's almost like it's, it's necessary, right? Like right, yeah. somebody's got to do it. He's the one that's just actually doing it, which is crazy to me. Not that I wouldn't expect him to do that because he's been a great leader, but the fact that it's almost like he does have to, like you said, you know? Right. It's kind of sad that he has to, though. Yeah. And you should be able to learn and make mistakes and live a life of joy. And I want to speak directly to the young man. Then he just continues. It was a pretty long uh, town hall, but if you guys want to check it out, you can Google it. It'll be out there. Yeah, it's, out, it's everywhere, man. <laughs> Now, but, uh, yeah, that's that's so wild that like you know like we were saying earlier that he has to kind of like do that and like it, it's good that you know we still have like a former president that will speak up on it even you know I'm sure like you know the stigma but he what's good about it he doesn't have to worry about votes or anything now he he's good you know right I mean like that tells you what kind of person he is you know he's a strong leader like you said he doesn't have to do any of this but he's stepping up because he has a natural leadership ability he knows like okay our current you know administration they really don't care for the people at least they're not showing it you know like in good ways so he's stepping up to the plate you know so i think that's dope i appreciate everybody that actually does go out and you know try to get involved i know you guys have been very involved um i i I can't understand the people that are doing it just to kind of get attention. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm sure, I don't know if you guys saw any of that when you were out there, you know, those several times, but I don't want to give these people press, but I do kind of want to criticize them for a second. Cause this is, this is the wrong way to do it. This girl is making her boyfriend take a picture of her in front of a smash T-Mobile. <gasps> <laughs> What are you doing? Oh my god! Yeah, so many of these going around. I saw, I saw one like some girl like Coachella drilling some shit. Oh yeah, the drill. Yeah, she grabbed the dudes. The actual construction worker. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, like what the fuck? What's wrong with people, man? Clout, man. 
off the clout. Thank you so much. Gets in the car and drives away. They got their license. (laughs) And then he gets into the car with the mask still on. What are you doing? Yeah, man, that's that's very unfortunate, man. That's just just sad. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Now, ways you can help. I know that you guys have been very involved, so I'll give you guys a little bit of a – stage what i did was i went to eight can't wait.org looked up houston you know sent an email to the mayor um i think it also had the ability to tweet send a tweet just i mean any way you can try to make an impact but i know you guys have been involved and you've sent things obviously between the group chat that i've also looked into but what are some other mm-hmm. ways people can get involved jack i know you actually had somebody have you on a podcast recently so i know you have plenty to say on the topic yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, first and foremost, you got to keep having conversations behind closed doors and holding people accountable, you know, um, for the long run. So, that's that's one thing. Also, signing petitions. Try to sign, like, 10 or 15 a day if you can. Like, it's really easy. You know, read the actual, uh, you know, what the petition is actually about. And then just, you know, you can go through them that way. Um, also, I'm working on actually a, a project right now where it's going to be kind of like a master list of all resources, like in one, I don't want to say too much about it, but that's something that I'm actually excited about, you know, so you can see like, um, you know, the reforms and legislation, uh, the voters, you know, uh, candidates. So uh, we're going to be diving deep on that. Uh, what else? Um, also like just having like historical, you know, like um, history about the black community as well. So I feel like you have to actually know what we're about to kind of get a, a better understanding. So we're going to have like you know, movies on there, books, articles, just all kinds of things. So you get to know like that actual history. But uh, once again, you know, just keep spreading awareness, you know, keep donating if you can. Uh, something that's really going to help is donating to actual like black, you know, own like uh, businesses and actually going there too and spending your dollar there versus somewhere else. Like, for example, um, me and my friends went to Washington, right? Like truck yard. And it was cool, but it's like, all right, you know, I really didn't want to be there, but I was there for like a little bit. And then we actually ended up ending up at Seaside, you know, which was was dope. You know, it was like my first time going. It was very chill. You know, we just spent all our money there. And I'm like, okay, we got to start doing more stuff like this, you know, because we got to help the community in, like, every way we can. So that's some of my, like, um, thoughts on everything, you know, as far as, like, continue to help out. Just do all you can where you can. If you see somebody actually, like, saying something wrong, educate them. You know, you got to stand for something, like, at all times, even if you're, like, one deep, you know. So... James, isn't Seaside the spot uh, you always talk about that we went to that one time? Uh, did we go there? I think so. Like, it basically it seemed like a hookah spot. I mean, with dope music, you know? It's it, it's pretty. I think we maybe we did. I've been there. Many, I've been there many times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Let's try and get a remote. Because <laughs> it used, it used <laughs> to be right? a restaurant. You should try to shoot for a restaurant. remote there. A remote. That should be too loud for that shit. That should be too Oh, no, nah, we couldn't do that. No, nah, it's people in there like, Maybe what y'all doing? What the hell y'all doing? Kind of shit Come like on, that. man. They can tell us. They can tell us their side, their story. You know, you know what's interesting about Seaside, yeah, though? Random dockets. All kinds of fucked up. Open, open mic on the docket. Man, yeah. you'll have to get you know, freestyle on that shit. Yeah. You know, you know something else was like interesting about it? Uh, it was a lot of people visiting from out of town. Like a lot, actually. Like from LA, uh, Memphis. I was, you know, we talked to people and stuff, and it was just interesting. Everybody wasn't from there. They were just visiting. It's you know, just open, so everybody's just coming out here. I guess so, because I'm like, damn, Memphis? You know, in this place, yeah. in this place? Like, it's wild. 
It is. Well, I know another way I've been spending time. Uh, this is a complete topic shift, but one more thought on earlier that I wanted to get into was HBO Max. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that recently came out, you know, and I was actually pretty interested in what are the differences between HBO Max and HBO Go. And really, it's just an additional set of content, basically. Uh, and they got an entire library of a couple of other things, including like Adult Swim. So they have like Samurai Jack. They've got uh, Cartoon Network, Rick and Morty, Looney Tunes. Uh, obviously, all of HBO's previous library. But uh, and then also they have all of DC. So it's like, okay, they actually put some together. So I was like, man, these are all the things that I used to watch when I was younger. And now I'm watching them again on HBO Max. If I have to say which one of the streaming services I'm with right now, I like HBO Max. Yeah, you said uh, they had anime on there too, right? They do, yeah. And I, I mean, so. they have a pretty decent number of uh, titles on there, I'd say. I may need to buy that login, man. <laughs> Check it out. Nah, don't HBO gets like the best properties. HBO yeah. has always been the best to me. Like, I mean, my favorite show was Breaking Bad, but I like, um, of course, right up there with that, Sopranos, and of course, The Wire, which everybody said, hey, The Wire was trying to tell everybody, you know, tw- 15 years ago or 13 mm-hmm. years ago now. But, um, I mean, and then True Detective, all the other shows, True Detective Season 3 was actually pretty good. Watch that. Didn't they have um, The Watchmen on there, too? The Watchmen. Watchmen was good. Y'all are talking about uh, black actors. Those shows I just mentioned, True Detective 3. Of course, they had Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Why did I say that as one word? Mahers- Mahershala Ali. Ali. Had, um, Watchmen has um, Craig's sister. Now I forget her name. Regina King. Regina King. <laughs> She's been a lot of things lately, actually. And then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. she's a shitload of shit. And then it also has that dude from uh, the what was the ne- the Mackie uh, the Anthony Mackie Anthony Mackie huh Papa Duck yeah the the Black Mirror episode where he fought his friend the dragon oh, thing oh okay yeah that made me <laughs> stop watching Black Mirror Man, so, uh, I, I swear I used to love Black Mirror until that season came out. I didn't even watch any of the other episodes. I think that was the first episode, too. I was like, nah, man, this ain't it right here. I guess it's it man. He fought. He's in it. The Candyman. He's going to be in the new <laughs> Candyman movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. Striking yeah. vipers. You know, need to hurry up and drop that shit. I know. Uh, Chance, where you at on all the streaming ones? What do you – what would you um, – I mean – Max sounds like the Max, so I would probably go with Max. But uh, I don't know. I really haven't been on, um, like, watching too many, like, Netflix shits and all that. I've been, I've been watching, um, like, WWF Network. Yeah. Because uh, I can't play shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I just been watching Raw and SmackDown. But other than that, you know, like, I don't know. I haven't really been. Oh, I started some new movie on Netflix today, though. It looked real good. Fuck, I forgot what it's called, but it's about, like, this old bank robber it's like in the future and like everybody like it's like the purge but it's like every day and they like waiting on something like some signal to go off and it's gonna what? fuck everybody up yo it's crazy man i'm a yo when i get the name of the movie i'm gonna let y'all niggas know like for real uh, that sounds that's sounds interesting man. i didn't finish i don't it, know but. it's 
I got I kind of got like documentaried out, you know, like every other yeah, week. yeah, me too. I heard so, about it, you know, Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Yeah, yeah. That came out. I was actually gonna say, yeah, I actually started watching that, man. I heard, yeah, it's just pretty, it's pretty wild so far. I know he was like, like the way he was. <laughs> You well, know, like, I will say, I don't know shit about the story, so I do want to watch it to educate myself and, like, get pissed off about I'm going to be honest. Right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't really know who he was. I didn't really follow him a lot. You know, I know he had money and shit. Right. And he hung out with Trump, you know, so it is interesting to see, like. He hung out with everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Everybody. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, so, like, uh, that's very interesting, man. It's, it's kind of cringy, too, watching it a little bit, you know, but, Yeah. Taken in America, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think he took uh, John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, I think so, man. I don't think he's. Are they have they been linked before? I don't know. I just made that up. Honestly, I I wouldn't be. Yeah, but it could be uh, some shit, huh? Nobody ever looked out to look at that. Yeah, because like that's like the ultimate prize. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. But like in their mind, you know, like Yeah. yeah. Oh, because what do you do? Ever find her body, or she just never sure, never turned. Oh, uh, I don't think they ever found her shit. Right, I'm not gonna talk about it like too much, but I will say this one thing: um, the way he would get like those those little girls in there, he would tell them lie about their age. First of all, like, hey, say that y'all are 18 or 19, and then he would pay them like three or four hundred dollars to like give them massages, pretty much, and then it would just go from there, which is man, wild. I'm like, man, it's very graphic. <laughs> like three, they're paying $300 for a massage and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, yeah, and it got pretty, like, graphic after that. Some shit. Cheapo, cheapo. So basically, like, man, some, some of those chicks were smart, though. They, they weren't going for it, you know. Prime Video's been pretty good lately, too. But um, Oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting on uh, the new What's season. On of, What's, like, exclusive on Amazon Prime? I don't know if there's many exclusive ones. I know, like, movies. Um... Hmm. I feel like they have a pretty good horror catalog, which I like. Um, mm. They got like uh, Hereditary, Midsummer. <laughs> you know, like some of the more like you know current ones. Um, yeah, but it's pretty. They had good. this shark movie on there too. That was interesting. <laughs> hey, y'all! Y'all want to know like a, a a secret, a confession? I really don't even watch movies too much anymore. I just mm. watch like YouTube reviews of them. What? <laughs> Yeah, like you gotta watch the movies, been, movies though. I've been doing that shit, nah. Cause real talk, I feel like movies kind of been like a waste of time lately. Like, cause they're like really not that good anymore. Hey, hold on, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Pause.